Tonight on the Worldview Report, we have fresh evidence that suggests Democrats are planning to insert Michelle Obama into the race for president, replacing Joe Biden on the 2024 ticket. Violent mobs of illegal migrants attack police officers in the Netherlands. This happened over the weekend, while their brothers here in the United States staged a sympathy riot in a major North Carolina city. New York City finally starts to crack down on its own violent migrant gang. But will it be too little, too late? We'll take a look. Japan, the world's third largest economy, has fallen into recession. What does that mean for the U.S. and the rest of the world? And China is set to plunder more than $100 billion from U.S. taxpayers, thanks to a plan by Joe Biden to subsidize the renewable energy industry. All these stories and more as the Worldview Report begins right now. This is Worldview Report with host Brandon House. Whether it is news from the nation's capital or your state capital, from the classroom to the boardroom, from national security to national and local news that impacts you and your family, Worldview Report is your trusted source for vital and uncensored news. And now, here is Brandon House. Good evening and welcome to the Worldview Report. WorldNet Daily reports that a prominent voice for women's economic issues is suggesting that Michelle Obama will be the Democrat nominee for this fall's election, not the mentally fading and increasingly unpopular Joe Biden. Heather R. Higgins, CEO of Independent Women's Voice, has written at Real Clear Wire that, quote, even Jill will face reality and opt for the switcheroo, end quote. Biden's popularity has been tanking, as we all know. He's viewed as the reason for the 17% inflation that Americans have had to pay since he took office. And he's blamed for the wide open southern border, through which he's allowed millions of illegal aliens to enter. He's also blamed for massive spending on green climate ideology. His major accomplishments have been to promote transgenderism and abortion for all, everywhere. Then, there's the recent special counsel report investigating his willful decision to take and to keep classified government documents. Robert Hur recommended against charging Biden because of his declining mental capabilities. Higgins said the problem is obvious. Quote, Biden's poll numbers seem set in quicksand. Now, the special counsel's justification for not recommending charges against Biden for having willfully retained and disclosed classified materials is damning, end quote. Higgins indicated that the DNC rules will save the day for the party. She explained that Biden is, well, just a placeholder being used to suppress possible competition to a, quote, much better bet, end quote, being Michelle Obama. Obama has said she doesn't want the job, but that was before Biden redefined the position as a, quote, four-day work week consisting of one social obligation per day and everything else delegated, end quote. Higgins said people will likely go for it. Quote, the switch could be done at the convention, but that requires 300 delegate signatures, and it would open the door to a lot of politicking over several weeks by other potential candidates. But should Biden 
be incentivized to suddenly declare a new health issue that leads him to announce a week or two after the convention that he will continue his term but will not be running? Suddenly we have one of those crises that should not be wasted. It would make no sense for Biden to remove himself from the ticket in order to simply elevate Vice President Kamala Harris. The point of the whole exercise is to win. Michelle Obama is the only potential candidate who could safely replace a black woman on the Democrat ticket without causing a major political disruption inside a core Democrat voter group, end quote. Then she further noted, quote, and just recently, an entire special edition of Life magazine about the inspiring Michelle Obama parked itself for $14.99 at your nearest supermarket checkout line. Cover may say, quote, the post-White House phenomenon, end quote. But everything post-White House is confined to five paragraphs in the introductory pages, while the rest of the 112 glossy pages are one-third backstory and two-thirds Michelle in the White House looking presidential, end quote. We have disturbing news of civil unrest brewing in the Netherlands with a connection in the United States. At least four police officers were hurt during a violent riot that erupted on the streets outside The Hague on Saturday night after two rival groups of Africans clashed following a political disagreement. Riders torched police cars and a bus, and Dutch police officers were forced to use tear gas to try to dispel them. Dozens of rioters, well, they were filmed surrounding the opera conference hall in the Netherlands as multiple police vans drove to the scene. Another clip also showed the aftermath. The building, it had several smashed windows and parked vehicles that were on fire, with the street well, it was left looking like a war zone. According to the Hague municipality spokesman Robin Middle, a fight broke out between two groups of Eritreans. Quote, it got seriously out of hand, end quote. Police said during the disturbances, two officers sustained injuries to their hands and another to her teeth. A fourth was hit by a police car in the chaos. Now for the U.S. connection. Independent journalist Andy No, he reported on Saturday night on X that over 200 Eritrean migrants were holding a so-called sympathy protest in Charlotte, North Carolina, for their brothers overseas. And that protests, well, they turned violent. He reported that, quote, African migrants and immigrants from Eritrea in Charlotte, North Carolina, are rioting and attacking police. The riot coincides with Eritreans in the Netherlands, also setting fires and assaulting police. Warring Eritrean factions have taken their violence to the countries they claim asylum in, end quote. The Charlotte Mecklenburg police, they reported in a post on X that, quote, crowds set a tractor trailer on fire. Charlotte Fire Department contained the scene quickly and extinguished it, end quote. So you can add this to the growing list of American cities experiencing migrant violence. And folks, I think it's only going to get worse until we start seeing mass deportations. The question is, will we ever see that? One other city where migrant crime is raging is the nation's largest city, New York City. Violent illegals have formed gangs, and they're making their presence known across the Big Apple, 
And the police, well, they're just now starting to play catch up. Watch this. Assaults and robberies. Both are rising now that organized gangs are operating in New York City, and police say there could be hundreds of criminals out there, and they have no way of stopping them all. They walked across the border for a better life, but now they are walking out in handcuffs after police say their American dream was to commit crime. Police say a gang terrorized New Yorkers, robbing them and then hacking their phones to drain bank accounts of hundreds of thousands of dollars. Surveillance video shows the moment two masked men broke into the back of a Bronx bodega, walked up to the register and made off with $100,000 cash. I think all the crime is getting worse right now. I think, I mean, especially with the bikes and the mopeds and the scooters, everyone's riding around. Police say this is one part of one migrant gang, and there are others. According to the police commissioner, the city is in the middle of a crime wave. And it's gang-related. Now, although some of the gangs are made up, apparently, of asylum seekers, what nobody's talking about is there's other high-profile gang-related activity being orchestrated by gangs of New Yorkers as well. We're talking everything from cell phone theft to pickpocketing. A crime spree involving bodegas has seen certain businesses lifted for over $100,000. And the next time you're out at a bar and someone attractive approaches you and talks to you, they could be targeting you for some crimes that are so heinous, it makes me think it's probably not even safe to go out at night here. On top of that, some of the asylum seekers who've been caught up in this may have been exploited by gang leaders the police are now looking for. But before we get into why this is happening and how much damage is being done to the city, it's important to understand that many of the criminals who have been caught have already been controversially released without bail. So they're still out there somewhere for some reason. But what's alarming? CNN reports that Texas Governor Greg Abbott announced plans last Friday to build an 80-acre base to house up to 1,800 Texas National Guard members right there near Eagle Pass, which is the border city at the center of a feud between the state and the Biden regime. Over what? Over federal immigration policy. Abbott stated during a news conference, quote, before now, the Texas National Guard had been scattered across this entire region in cramped quarters away from fellow soldiers and sometimes traveling long distances to do their job, end quote. This new base camp, which Abbott said would, quote, dramatically improve conditions, end quote, for soldiers, will have the ability to expand to incorporate up to 2,300 personnel. Abbott, who appeared at the press conference and was flanked by the state's border czar and head of the Texas military department, said that the cost of the base and its construction would be minimal. He cited savings from housing guard members for Operation Lone Star at the base rather than in hotel rooms where many guard members are currently being housed. The camp is set to feature a dining facility, a recreation center, laundry facilities, individual rooms for troops, and health care facilities. Jim Hoft at the Gateway Pundit reports that New York Governor Kathy Hochul attempted to reassure business owners in her state that they have nothing to fear after the state attorney general fleeced $355 million from former President Donald Trump. Former president's only crime was that he ran a business in New York as a conservative political figure. Hochul spoke with WABC 770 AM, where she was asked if other New York business people 
should be worried that if, quote, they can do that to the former president, they can do that to anybody, end quote. Hochul responded, quote, I think that this is really an extraordinary, unusual circumstance that the law-abiding and rule-following New Yorkers, who are business people, have nothing to worry about because they're very different than Donald Trump and his behavior, end quote. Well, I'm not buying it, and I don't think anyone else is buying it. Donald Trump was fined for taking out loans, paying them back on time and with interest. In fact, the bank said they'd be happy to loan him more money in the future. There were no victims, by the way, in this made-up crime. Business owners, well, business owners in New York, I think they'd be crazy to believe that only Donald Trump could run afoul of the state's unwritten rules against conservative business owners. In fact, the Gateway Pundit notes that in New York City, you have excessive tax rates, you have record crime, overregulation, and now you have to worry about the politicians fining you for running a business in the state simply because they don't like your politics. We'll be right back after this break. Welcome back from the break, and thank you for watching the broadcast, and thank you for watching each and every night, and thank you for supporting one of our biggest sponsors, WVWFoundation.com. The foundation works with us to push out the broadcast so it can be available to everyone free of charge. We could take it and put it behind a paywall, but folks, we push it out there for free for everybody to watch for 30 days. If you appreciate that fact, thank you for partnering with the foundation at wvwfoundation.com. The foundation exists for many reasons, but primarily to push out Christian worldview programming, news, information, uh, books, conferences, documentaries, to help people understand the times through the lens of a Christian worldview and how to respond from the power of a Christian worldview. If you appreciate that fact, Thank you for supporting the foundation at wvwfoundation.com. You'll also find the mailing address there if you prefer to support the foundation through the mail. Also, please remember the foundation sponsors a Sunday night church service. Every Sunday night, as I did last night, I come to this desk, I bring a Bible, and we talk about the issues of the day through the lens of a biblical worldview. I'm finishing up a series now on Twisted Scripture, Twisted Theology looking at some of the most commonly twisted scriptures that lead to bad theology, lead to manipulating people, and lead to an unbiblical and unchristian worldview. So if you don't want to be deceived by people that twist the Bible for their own agenda, whatever that might be, then I think you'd really appreciate the series I've been teaching through based on a book I wrote in 2014 called Twisted Scripture, Twisted Theology. You can find it now online on demand at worldviewtube.com, worldviewtube.com. That Sunday night church service is brought to you by our foundation, wvwfoundation.com. Thanks again for your support there at wvwfoundation.com. The post-millennial reports that a proposed Wyoming House bill that would have legally defined the terms female and male based on scientific biological definitions was struck down on Thursday after 19 Republicans voted against it. Introduced by Representative Jeanette Ward, House Bill 50, also known as the What is a Woman Act, 
Well, it would have defined people based on the sect in which they were born, and it would have banned people from using public accommodations, such as restrooms, different from their birth sect. Additionally, the bill, it would have required any school district and state agency department or office that collects vital statistics as a means of gathering information related to crime, public health, and economic status to define an individual as male or female consistent with that person's sex at birth. Well, that makes common sense, right? Well, apparently not to some of the Republicans. The bill had 15 Republican co-sponsors, yet it failed to pass. While introducing the bill, Representative Ward said that the What is a Woman Act had become, quote, necessary because a biological male has pushed Wyoming women from their Wyoming sorority in our Wyoming University, end quote. Watch this. House Bill 50 defines a woman, female, as a person whose reproductive system is developed to produce ova and or who exhibits XX, but not Y chromosomes. It gives dignity to womanhood by protecting it. This bill has become necessary because a biological male has pushed Wyoming women from their Wyoming sorority in our Wyoming University. Some may argue that this bill may result in the loss of federal dollars, but we cannot allow ourselves to be radicalized by the dependence on federal funds that require us to allow men in Wyoming elementary school bathrooms. Well, this once again shows that the Republican Party is largely a fraud as we know it today. They say they stand for family values or traditional values, but I think it's all talk. Many of them are afraid of losing federal funding, so they'll cave every time there's an opportunity to stand up for those values. I also think that in many states, like South Dakota and others, many people run as a Republican. And they really are cultural Marxists. They just know they have to run as a Republican to win. And then when they do, they start implementing the policies and ideology and worldview of cultural Marxists. Hmm. While Americans were mesmerized by Fannie Willis's testimony and the ongoing trials of Donald J. Trump, the BBC, CNN, ABC, and the rest of the mainstream corporate media quietly reported a major economic story. Japan has unexpectedly slipped into a recession. Is it really possible to slip into a recession? Tell that to the folks being laid off from their jobs and wondering how they're going to make their house payments and put food on the table. Now, Japan, they have the world's third largest economy. So this should have been major front page news, not relocated to the back page as it was. Oh, and by the way, it's not just Japan. The UK also, last week, officially announced that it has fallen into a recession. So this means that all the criteria for an economic meltdown, well, it's been met. And the US, well, they cannot be far behind with major nations around the world officially announcing that they're in recession. But just like the US government doesn't tell its people to prepare for the already planned global war effort, they're also going to keep the R word, recession, a secret. They're going to keep it a secret as long as they possibly can. In October, the International Monetary Fund, well, they forecast that Germany was likely to overtake Japan as the world's third largest economy when measured in U.S. dollars.
Well, now it's time for our nightly Worldview Report commentary. From January to December 2023, at least 37,000 Chinese nationals crossed the border into the U.S. Thus far in 2024, more than 20,000 Chinese nationals have been apprehended crossing into the U.S. via the southern border, with some reportedly aided by the Chinese Communist Party-linked app TikTok. Folks, that's 57,000 Chinese that we know of since the beginning of 2023 who have entered the U.S. illegally. Added to those that previously infiltrated the U.S., we're talking about a massive army. Then you have the so-called gotaways. These are the illegal border crossers who never get caught. They simply enter and they disappear somewhere into the interior of the United States. As House Majority Leader Steve Scalise recently pointed out, none of these Chinese nationals have been vetted. Yet, they were released right here into the U.S. So, between Biden's open borders and the military-aged Chinese men that have entered our country since 2023, I think we're looking at the destruction of America from within. Gatestone Institute senior fellow Gordon Chang, who is a regular guest on my show, Brand House Live, he stated, quote, across that border, we are seeing Chinese soldiers come across. And really, what we're talking about is China putting together the infrastructure in the U.S. to attack the U.S., in quote. Watch this. Years. But the other issue, of course, is the border, as you've talked about, because across that border, we are seeing Chinese soldiers come across. And really what we're talking about is China putting together the infrastructure in the U.S. to attack the U.S. So clearly we've got to secure that border or we're going to be fighting on our own soil. Well, it's just incredible to me that this administration refuses to acknowledge all these Chinese nationals that are coming through the border. Uh, they're, they're creating a little mini army. And I'm wondering what the point is here. Are they trying to put people in place, I'm talking about communist China, so that when and if Donald Trump wins, they can create havoc in the streets? and become saboteurs, uh, starting wildfires and, 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 and propaganda. Absolutely. That lab in Reedley, California, the secret Chinese biological weapons facility, that can't be the only one that China has. And then you put together these images of recent Chinese migrants coming into the U.S. less than three weeks, taking target practice with sniper rifles and pistols. So really what we have here is the makings of a Chinese army, not in China, but in the United States itself. And the Biden administration is not tracking these people. This is incredibly disturbing. And you said, Target, I know you, you just wrote a piece on this. If you are running from persecution, the first thing you want to do is make sure that you have a place to live and you want to be safe. You're not exactly going to go pick up a rifle and start doing target price practice, are you? No, and, and, and we're hearing over the last week when we talked about this last, there are more and more reports of Chinese taking target practice wow. in the U.S. So it's not just the ones that we saw in those images. It's also in Idaho. It's unbelievable. Yep, it is unbelievable. Unless you are aware of just what type of people we have in charge of the federal government. Lifelong politicians and lifelong bureaucrats profiting off the system and rigging the system so their buddies can get rich. It's also a system that has been infiltrated by those who hate America, who agree with the CCP. I believe our bureaucracy at the federal level, and in some cases, the state level, has been infiltrated by people that share the ideology 
of what we used to call the weather underground from the 1970s. Those so-called social justice warriors. Remember the manifesto in the early 70s of the weather underground called Prairie Fire? What'd they do? They talked about burning down the American system and rebuilding it in the model of the CCP, in the model of Chairman Mao. Go read it. They called it Prairie Fire. Often they referred to burning down the system, burning down the plantation. Hmm. That sounds very similar to Joe Biden's model of build back better. Joe Biden's system could just as easily be called Prairie Fire or burn down the American plantation and rebuild it because that's what build back better means, folks. Yes, I do believe and have been saying it for years in my books and documentaries and radio shows and TV shows that we have been infiltrated from within by the cultural Marxists. My first seminar on cultural Marxism was in November of 1997 in Minneapolis, St. Paul. And when I presented the information at that conference of over a thousand people with several speakers, even some of the attendees wanted to know, why are we talking about cultural Marxism? The Berlin Wall fell, don't you know? So yes, we have been infiltrated. And they are indeed trying to burn down the system deliberately. And then they're going to rebuild it. And it seems as though they're going to do it in a model just like the CCP, just like China, with social credit scores, just like in China, with the persecution of Christians and conservatives, just like in China. Folks, this is a worldview war. That's why this broadcast, Worldview Report, is so important. Because very few people broadcasting today understand the ideologies, the worldviews ruling America, and how they play out in real life. But we do. And we're giving the warning. And we're also suggesting you prepare. Because they are preparing. And in fact, they have prepared the battlefield with their military inside the wire on U.S. soil. You've been warned. Well, that does it for this edition of the Worldview Report. Thank you for watching and for supporting this viewer-supported broadcast. Remember, you can do that a few ways. One way I think you can support us and support your health is by going to MelissaHouseBG.com. MelissaHouseBG.com. She brought it to me, and I started taking it December 2nd, 2023. I now take it twice a day. You just rip the top off and drink it. It's an elixir with collagen, and it's top drawer collagen that your body actually consumes versus you know, running through you and flushing it, right? Top drawer collagen, cat's claw, and anti-inflammatory, and astroxanthin, loaded with antioxidants as well. Full details are available at melissahousebg.com. You'll also find the nearly 80 clinical trials. And you're going to find at the bottom of the page a lot of interviews with people like Dr. Victoria, Dr. Lana, and the man that made the elixir over the course of 30 years that taught at three different medical schools, training about 4,000 doctors, Dr. Mark Miller. You can find all about it at melissahousebg.com. Why don't you go ahead and get a subscription like we do. It shows up each and every month so you don't miss even one day of taking this elixir. Full details at melissahousebg.com. Join Melissa and I in taking it just like we do each and every day. Another way you can support us and also, I think, support your health is by another company that Melissa herself vetted and is indeed using. 
And after it was vetted and used by her, she said, Brandon, this is a very quality company. You should bring them on board. And so we have. We have a landing page we created, superfoodshouse.com, superfoodshouse.com. How many of you like to juice? I like carrot juice. I like real fresh juicing of carrot juice. We've done it a long time, but we do it, and then we stop. We do it, and then we stop. Then we do it, and we stop. Why? Because it takes so much work, so much time, so much cleanup. Well, we have found a company that grows all-natural, organic fruits and vegetables. They pull them from the field. No glassophate, no Roundup, no herbicides, no pesticides. Organic. Pulled from the field. They juice it. They dry it. And they have the powder placed into a bag. And then you order it, whatever you want. Carrot juice, dark berries, whatever you want. Then you mix that powder with some water. And voila, it's that easy. No more trouble and time and cleanup of juicing. They've done the work for you, and you can make this healthy vegetable or fruit shake. Take it daily. Now, they have different options. Like I said, dark berry, carrots, whatever you want. You can check out the full line at superfoodshouse.com. But they also have a 30-day plan. Melissa's on the 30-day plan now, but you don't have to do that. You can just order individual products that you like for your diet and taste. And by the way, I think you're going to save a lot of money on your grocery bill as well. That's what Melissa has reported back to me. So you can check it all out at superfoodshouse.com, superfoodshouse.com. That's two ways you can support us and I think also help your family at the same time. Another way is by making sure you have the emergency medical kit, the Wellness Center emergency medical kit with vital medications on hand, ivermectin, amoxicillin, and others. There are eight different medications in this kit. Okay, this is a real prescription, so be sure to fill out all the paperwork. Okay, that will be coming in your email. You get an email after you order it. You got to finish filling out the paperwork so you'll get your eight meds. All right, get one for every one of your family members. I think you should have one ready to go for every family member. So if there were a disruption in just-in-time inventory or critical infrastructure that kept you from getting vital meds like antibiotics, you'll have some on hand. TWC.health forward slash Brandon twc.health forward slash Brandon. All right, there you go. Three ways you can support us and I think help your family at the same time. So everybody's winning, right? And again, thank you for supporting the broadcast. And then of course, wvwfoundation.com. Well, till next time at Brandon House, may God save America. Take care.